ready to dive into the cyberpunk future of Ghost in the Shell as we review the movie and we talk about the controversy behind it. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. Hello! Hello, Hi! Hi, 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 hello. Uh, Thank you for watching The Mighty Otaku. Uh, Be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment on iTunes. Hit that thumbs up on YouTube and follow us on the Twitter at The Popcorn Talk. Uh, Today we are going to talk about a very exciting topic that no one, I'm sure, saw coming. Uh, We're going to talk about Ghost in the Shell and with us today, we actually tried really hard and got a panel of people that who are diverse, who are diverse and gave a shit. Yes. So uh, please introduce yourselves. I, I, I want to introduce myself, but this this song is in my ears right now. It's yeah. so good. He's beautiful casting song. spells over here. Oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> uh, I'm 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 Flitz. I also go by Nerdsworth. Uh, but for this, I'm going to go about Flitz. So, what hey, hey. hey. Freeze the roof, right, guys? 1990s yes, no, are back. Not for this movie. What's up, guys? My name's So Hinky, and someone has some explaining to do because the show's called Popcorn Talk. I prepared a lot of popcorn stuff to talk about. I was going to talk about my love for kettle corn. Oh, I really like white cheddar. Yeah, had like a lot of really, I had a lot of really hard-hitting points about white cheddar. Very common mistake. They're white, white they're, cheddar? Yeah, they're whitewashing popcorn too much. <laughs> Make I it prefer relevant. The, it I prefer around. the caramel corn. You're right. You but want diverse wants, popcorn. That's if you go to any bowling about. alley in the U.S., what's in the vending machine? White cheddar. Hate it. Yeah, Nonsense. very good points. Very good points. I'm sorry we can't talk about that today. <laughs> yeah. okay. uh, and with us is obviously our usual host. Yep. Hey, everyone. I am at Yuma Warlock on the internet. You can find me everywhere. At what I just said. Wow, why did I do that? I don't know. I don't <laughs> Shut know. up, Max. Stop looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me at Max Salts on everything. Uh, so we are talking about Ghost in the Shell once again. And I guess <sighs> let's just start off. <laughs> Should we should we talk about the movie and like what it's about? Should I should I give a brief synopsis? Do you think yes. that's even necessary? I think it's necessary. I think okay. it's necessary because it's nothing like it's the, not with the it's anime. nothing like the anime. So so to just we're gonna go through this real quick because yes. we have a lot to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie starts off with Scarlett Johansson being our favorite major, not really, um, and she is named Major Mira Killian. This is important. She's created <laughs> by Hanka Robotics uh, as a kind of uh, experiment. She's one of the first in the line of full-body prosthetic robots uh, that have a human brain but a fully artificial body. Uh, obviously, there's some sort of, like, wackiness behind it, and, you know, people are still trying to get used to it. Uh, and <laughs> she is put into Section 9, which is an anti-terrorist group uh, that basically investigates high, high-profile high targets or high-profile crimes. Um, and the mysterious Kuze starts assassinating all of these people uh, from Hanka Robotics. I don't know why. I don't know if there's, like, a coincidence or whatever. Um, but during the investigation, <laughs> she finds out that there's conspiracy behind her creation. Uh, and now this is spoiler territory, so if you haven't watched it, I don't know why you're watching Listen, this. Listen, just keep yeah, watching gotta... this. Like, like you're not going to be surprised. Yeah. Not really. Like, not really. You're not. Yeah. But, so, don't, like, be like, oh, I'm going to turn it off. No, it's what, you're not. Yeah. No. But, but him telling you that you're not going to be surprised did give you enough time to turn this off if you are exactly. worried about spoilers. So but well you're done. Not. Yeah. But you're <laughs> not. Because, like, really, it's not going to surprise you. It's also not going to be anything important at the end of the day. <laughs> um, and so the spoiler is the fact that she's actually Motsuko Kusanagi, who is a Japanese runaway 
uh, that was kidnapped by white people and turned into a robot via mass experiments of white people. She got colonized. Experimenting well, yeah. on and Japanese people. Which is like extra super fucked up. Yeah. Which well, is she was 100%. the 99th trial. There were 98 before her there, that failed. That's true, which yeah. is a very weird number. Like, why? So why there were 98 more Asians that they yeah. stole. Yeah, and, and, and failed to turn into yeah. humanoid robots. And, Sounds and like colonization to me. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's, this is a really deep movie. It really goes about our history and blah, blah, blah. But okay, enough about that. Uh, you know, this movie is visually for the most part p- appealing. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, it's a beautiful movie. It's a ridiculously beautiful movie, but I want to hear your thoughts <laughs> on what you felt about uh, being a fan of, you know, the anime, if you've seen the movies, which uh, everyone has here for the most so, part, right? Yeah, I mean, I can start out. I saw I saw the first movie when I was a kid, and that was my only Ghost in the Shell experience before seeing this movie, so I was basically going into it fresh. I didn't remember a ton about the movie. I, I remembered about, like, Major and all that stuff, but uh-huh. I, like, I didn't... I was going into the movie with a very open mind because I didn't have the sort of fandom that a lot of other people have when sure. they when they see the movie. Mm-hmm. So just rating it alone as an action movie, it was like, okay. Yeah. It's, it's, a, like, it's an okay action movie that if you watched it, if you don't know what Ghost in the Shell is at all, and you go in and you watch it, you'll walk out being like, that was okay. I probably could have waited till it was on Netflix, but mm-hmm. it was all right. It Actually, you're right. It does feel like a Netflix movie in in sort of like the stumbles that they've had recently where it's like, uh, you know, even with Iron Fist, the action, even though it's an action movie, and that's also racially charged, but if we are ignoring all of that, it's kind of a mediocre action movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like at the end of the day. Well, and that's, I, like, you'll, you, if you see it, you'll probably walk out, you, you won't be like, that was bad. You'll be like, that was all right. The thing is, and uh, to have something that is so coveted to so many uh, fans, I think to take it and make it something that's just passable uh, is a greatly offensive thing. And not only to only make it passable, but to change casting where it was absolutely unnecessary. All the Asian actors were regulated to the background where it clearly happened in an Asian uh, microcosm. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 a big part of the problem is they focused way too heavily on Kusanagi. Yeah, and I'm calling her Kusanagi. Because that's her name. Because yeah. that's her name. But also... It was not organic within the world. A big part about the anime uh, is that the whole you cared about almost you cared about the the immersion and about the world as an organic being as well as yeah. Kusanagi within it, the humans and the cyber the cyborgs. They didn't capture that. They were trying too hard to play at too many tropes, and they overtalked at so many different points, which is a Western problem. But this is an Eastern philosophy, and it's very much so a movie. Ghost in the Shell as a series is very much so about identity, which they covered on a scratch and sniff. I will say that's this. That's giving it a lot of credit. If you're, I think if you're a fan of Ghost in the Shell, aside from what you touched on, what you talked about at the very end there, I think is the most important thing that they didn't really do yeah. right is that like there's all those crazy questions when you watch mm-hmm. Ghost in the Shell of like, what is humanity exactly. and all that? And they didn't really touch on that enough at all to be thought-provoking in any yeah, way. Yeah, I think this movie, like, I first of all, I found it incredibly boring, more so mm. than problematic. I and legit fell yeah. asleep. We yeah. we both talked about it. I yeah. I almost fell asleep. Uh, I fell. Asleep. I was just like it, it like 
boring. I just saw it too. Yeah, like it's, it's it was not terrible. like I saw it late. It was after, bro. But, uh, I legit. Just I will saw say, it. like there were part. Like it takes a lot for me to think that something is boring in a movie. I'm like a very easygoing movie watcher. I don't try to critique. You're so things forgiving. Too much. <laughs> I am. Like 20 minutes into this film, there's a solid half hour oh, that I was yeah, like, it was kind of dragged. Yeah. It's it's like there's almost. They're trying to build characters, but in like the most boring way ever, and it's a, such a pity because, like, once again, the visuals are amazing. The set dressing mm-hmm. is amazing. Like, if you were looking at it just visually and you didn't think about any of the the race part or even any of the dialogue, yeah, and you it, just saw it shot for shot, it nails a, it. It yeah. nails it visually, except for the fact that like the city is basically a hologram clusterfuck of just like racial like Japanese stereotypes it where it's like koi fish uh, sumo wrestlers <laughs> geishas uh, running people which koi, I guess the no, running koi yeah. fish also okay. and koi fish can't the, forget the about the koi fish the biggest problem I have is that like it's so they have like all these people that are like oh like the first scene is like a uh, like a group of black guys and a white dude yeah. and then everything is Asian you have one Korean sign two Chinese signs the rest of it's Japanese well and this is the thing about that scene that first scene where people first really start dying Mm -hmm. yeah and where the criminals are first introduced and this is the scene of this is the imagery that will be splashed and and put in front of your face for the entire movie these geisha who are supposed to be beautiful and yes tantalizing but then they're turned into monsters and then you're you see the city and these monster faces are everywhere that's a terrible like design flaw and then all the black dudes who were bald headed African dudes then they all died immediately there were yeah. like there was no there was yeah. like one and, other black person and in the also, shadow guess guess what all the bad guys were what race they were they were all, all Asian. Asian yeah yes. for something yes. or something yeah. where they're like yeah. well she doesn't have to be Asian that entire world was completely yeah. Asian yeah. like if you watch it Everyone in the background is Asian who mm-hmm. doesn't have a speaking they role or is a thug the and yeah. then you get Except to for like, a hipster Japanese man but then who you refused to Ingles. Yeah. Zatoichi. <laughs> oh, 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 you mean uh, yeah, Bitakeshi. Okay, to be fair, Bitakeshi was the best fucking part yeah. of this whole movie. See, because then, he, he was us. Yeah, he well, represented us. Then, I'm watching this in subtitles. But then, <laughs> even then, like, Bitakeshi wasn't playing Aramaki. He's playing Bitakeshi yep. in every yeah. Bitakeshi movie. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you have, like, the random, like, garbage man assassin. He's white. Yeah. And I'm like, why, why does this, why does this random, Latino. yeah. He could have been anything, but every anything. speaking line went to a white person, except for like the two or three lines that like other members yeah. of like like Togusa has like three lines. He's one of the members of a section. Another nine. one, the one who with the just one with pushed the, right to the back. Yeah. Once yeah. again, and his story is super interesting too. Mm-hmm. So we we talked about this yeah. uh, a little bit in that um, it's interesting that like if you look at Major and then you look at. Scarlett Johansson as Major, like, they do look very similar. And it's something that happens in anime a lot, where there are, even though the character's supposed to be Japanese, they kind of look Caucasian. Yeah. Because there's that weird culture of, like, that's, like, almost something to That's like a cultural uh, beautification, right? It's sort of like the idea, like, you know, why... The, the reason that Korean plastic surgery, in general, it looks the way Mm -hmm. that it does is because it's for a... You know, it's basically for... Uh, a sort of a Western face, like people yeah. go for a Western face. Right. However, this this works only in animation right. because mm-hmm. no matter what, you know, big goo goo eyes, tiny mouth, like the setting is where it's it it, it, it lives in. Right? I guess I guess what I'm getting at is, um, or rather, the question I would pose is: Would you have been as upset if it was just ScarJo and then most of the supporting cast had been uh, Asian? You know, the I'm thing is, I would not even care about ScarJo. I understand that there's a problem and that's sort of like this the systematic uh, 
underlining problem that, of the movie yeah, industry in general. Bigger. However, if someone is like, hey, there's a controversy and it has nothing to do with race, and that's what they said. They quoted, you know, this movie has nothing to do with race. Scarlett Johansson said, I would never... Assume to uh, play uh, another race. Oh, assume to play another race. Except that... The whole point of this plot movie... Plot point is, that's what it is. That's the plot. That's the main plot. That is the main twist of yeah. this movie. If it wasn't so goddamn important, then I yeah. wouldn't be mad about it. <laughs> then it would just be like a mediocre movie that yeah, I would yeah. think would have hit all the visual points. I, and I would be upset because of the material wasn't represented correctly as opposed to it being about fucking race. Yeah, right. I think for me, like, it's it's more important that, that Kusanagi was... Japanese or Asian looking because it's like it's in the manga like she's supposed to be her overall look is supposed to be a model that is got parts that can be easily replaced yeah. or like not stand out because she's very she's got a very expensive body right and uh, like my husband and I talked about that she's basically the company laptop you get when you when you yeah. sign up and she doesn't own that body but she doesn't stand out so that nobody can fucking steal her parts or whatever yeah. so for her to be white I was thinking right, that too when I walked down the street that, that makes her a terrible it, it, assassin it made her it makes even, her a terrible yeah. agent it makes no, her but no but she that's, can turn I completely agree she I completely agree yeah. well and because of her skin is yeah. white then you know it blends to, in to me like to me Bato <laughs> is the thing. only one that I would have less of a problem that mm-hmm. was because like, to me Pillow has Beg was pretty good in his role, but he was They made him talk too much where I thought he should have been a stronger silent type, uh, but that's a personal problem. Yeah, and plus, I mean, his relationship with, with uh, no, Bato. No, Bato's Bato. relationship with Motoko in this movie is completely wrong. Like, a lot of the times, it seems like he's protecting her. That's not the case. She's the senpai. He looks up to her. She's, he wants to be big yeah, brother. He but, wants to be like her, and it's just completely wrong. I was, I was <laughs> talking to, to someone else about this, too, uh, Mari from Smosh Games, yeah. and she was telling me like a lot of the problems that she had with the movie, and I'm assuming that you guys will agree, that they didn't get the little stuff right about mm-hmm. Asian culture, yeah. like mm-hmm. yes. like when she saw Same her, with Iron Fist. like when she saw her mother again, like her mother wouldn't have run up and hugged her nope. because that's mm-hmm. not something that happens in Japanese culture. Yeah. Her like, room, I had such a problem with her room. So she goes and visits her mom. First of all, her mom lets a complete white lady stranger into her house. Yeah. That's not gonna happen. And it's like she you remind me of <laughs> my child. Like no, there's no way. Yeah. Like was she a robot her, to begin with? Look at her room. Like her room's got like a bonsai, a pagoda, a kimono. Oh, I was like. It's like going into like your room and seeing like a cowboy hat, a gun, yeah, an yeah, American yeah, flag. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was like, that that's not how that works. <laughs> it was just so like why doesn't she have like every single touristy trap like yeah. knickknack yeah, yeah. there? And that's what that's what gets me because it's a very much like they tried to have this they have this cool premise, right? They, yeah. It's like, hey, this is about the future and technology overwhelming stuff and like identity and blah blah blah. But it's like there's so many distractions of them of people not doing their research, which is the which is the problem with well, any sort of Asian also, franchise right yeah. now. The fact that they didn't even try to make her speak any Japanese. Nope. No. Yeah. But then if she this is something I read in an article too. If she was a Japanese originally and Aramaki is speaking like Japanese the entire time. Why doesn't she fucking understand? Why yeah. is her mom speaking English to her? Also, why do they need a normal human brain if they're going if they have the ability to basically rewrite every part of that person's personality? You, you know, know what I mean? You know what also bothers me when they go to the grave. <laughs> <laughs> like, they go what, to what grave. else bothered you about what, this? You know what else? Hold up. Her, her headstone has her name Motoko Kuznagi in English. Yeah, and I was like. If her mom was Japanese, that name would not be an English letter. Listen, this yeah, whole yeah. movie is about oh. colonization. It's it, just it, you know, established the, that that's what it's all about. It sucks. Yeah, it's, what it's, I'm sad about, and thinking about the small details, there's you think about how much the Japanese, the classic anime did in the 
maybe a little longer amount of time, and it was a slow pace, but the conversation it had that even years, if you watch it now, you watch, you go, holy crap, that's, that's, that's super duper deep. That's super duper deep. They, they missed the, the conversation about consciousness and identity. Mm -hmm. And that, that, that frustrates me for one. Um, and then I think the other thing that is an issue is I completely forgot what I, where I was going. Uh, that is, that is you. Right. The rest of, uh, but I mean, but this is how you operate yeah. generally: is you just keep no. But no, I, I, I think I, the, it's the small details like that that they missed those those small why is yeah. the, the the eyes where where that was that's one of the biggest things about Makoto. Where great it was ScarJo, but there's no reason why she couldn't have slightly glowy. Which honestly, like even Yume is Yume wears at times she wears contacts and uh, uh, Asian face with these striking glowing blue eyes would have. Done done so much in terms of translating emotions yeah. in a short uh, in a small way and it, like, which is basically the way that it is in the series yes. you see you see that it's blend it's blended but there's something like surreal about it yeah. you know she looks she's like the perfect like human sort of figure but at the same time it looks artificial the reason the whole thing is like the idea like you were saying with scarjo kind of like looking kind of like her is because she's supposed to be what uh Everyone evolves into eventually. Yeah. When we right. become the kind of uh, like one White homogenous, people. like no no race, no racial features. Which yeah. I thought yeah. I thought it was really funny. Shell, that like they were, shell. Well, I felt that incredibly funny because they were building the perfect like race of species for the planet. But that robot can get sunburnt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, we talk about Earth. It ain't got no melanin in your robot. But I think it's funny because Yo, she must she must be the alpha. Yeah. She must like, be the alpha project. I, I was reading another article from like the Hollywood Reporter earlier where they asked like five Japanese descent and one from Japan who's living in in LA what their thoughts on it. And they're like, so basically a bunch of white scientists stole Asian people, oh. made them white, and a bunch of Asian scientists helped them. And it was just like oh, a no. bigger conversation of like how in Asia, like there's this kind of culture, like social accepted norm to, to it's okay to look white. But then like we'll get into later, it's not okay to look black. No, not it not is, at all. Racism exists in Japan, guys. Racism, I mean, and I understand <laughs> that racism does exist uh, in Japan, and the thing about Japan, and I'm not making excuses for anyone, any one culture yeah. to be racist, but the fact of the matter is that we live in America. We live in, yeah. a, you know, and if this we hasn't have more been ex- such, exposure, yeah. is yeah. what you're saying to uh, ex- more cultures and races. Yeah, and, we we yeah. basically live in what they were trying to set out to do initially, what they said mm-hmm. that they were trying to do. You know, yeah. in this sort of like melting pot culture, we can still all have those same problems and live together mm-hmm. and still have refugees and still have you know economic problems and. All of those things are a universal problem that doesn't matter what race you are, but it's just this this particular movie, like, you can't say things and then backtrack, and then you realize, like, oh, everything you said was 100% false. Yeah, because their whole not plot point... Not even a part of it was true. Yeah, because they're like, well, we're, it's not about race, but their whole plot point is explaining why they were whitewashing. Yeah. Just like, there was a like, whole justification yeah, for white women. Their whole plotline was to justify why a white <clears throat> woman should play an Asian. Yeah, and also yeah. to be to be like, there's no controversy here. And then it's how do you have no foresight? How do you not watch this movie and be like, I think there might be a little bit yes. of a problem. Uh, yeah. Money, uh, <laughs> well, first of all, second of all, money. Well, so and nope. then it like so when I when I watched it. As I said, I went into it pretty fresh, and like I came out thinking, um, like that was an okay action movie. 
So then afterward, talking to people and hearing all the other issues, it became apparent that it's like, you know, it, it's almost more frustrating because it's like, if you're going to do all this, like, at least be a decent movie. Yeah, Like, exactly. at, least, at least be yeah, a good exactly. movie. And so the fact that it was, on top of all this stuff, that it wasn't, like, an incredible movie, like, that's, like, even more of a punch to the yeah. guy. The soundtrack fell short. It was, oh. an, it was an, a know, lot of, like, like is, tracks. So and that, that's, that's, a big that's another iconic thing about Ghost yeah. in the Shell, that they lost it. Yeah. I don't know who was in charge, but they don't have a soul in the movie no. didn't either. Mm-hmm. And that's really sad. Um. Okay, so let's also talk about you know, no, the, if we are not talking about, it didn't have a ghost. It didn't have a ghost. <laughs> it, no, no it, ghost. Have a ghost. <laughs> it, it can upload. It so. was just a shell. <laughs> um, if we were taking the whole whitewashing aside, do you think ScarJo, just from a, a, a technical sense, like, do you feel like her acting was good? No, no. I she felt was like, straight no. up Nicolas Cage. <laughs> like she, 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 she. The only problem is like there. I'm not the hugest fan of ScarJo. I feel like she has movies that she's done pretty well in, uh-huh. but like. This I don't know what the direction was, but the direction was like you're gonna you're a robot. You've only been a robot for a year, so kind of be a robot, but don't kind of be a robot. You know, know. It's, it's like I'll, def- I'll defend her acting. I think her acting was fine, but I, I, but it was funny because I didn't even think about it when I was watching. But what you pointed out after the movie with like her weird robot walk, yes. I was like, she, I, was no, like that, I, I was like that. Was I wanted a to talk about that yeah. walk. That was a real dude walk. Like she exactly. walked like she was walking through North Philly. She walked like she had something in her pocket she needed to protect. Yeah. <laughs> she, she, she walked like she'd been like riding a horse for like 12 hours. No, she, she just, walked like, like as if one up. shoulder was heavier the entire uh, time. Yeah. And like, it's like, unlike Max, like I actually do tend to like ScarJo in her movies, but she's, I think she's one of those actresses that she needs a good director yeah. to be a good actress. Whatever the Russian was, Vanilla. they told her to like lumber around. Yeah. But that was for every. I, I feel think like she that was fine though. Um, emotion, like I, f- I felt like she did as well as she could, like on an emotional level of her sure. acting. But Kuze was fucking awful. Like he, okay, the the whole like stuttering thing is like. Man, just don't oh, do you, that. You had no. He had like reason. weird computer errors. It was like, very like Max Hedron from like. I did. I did expect him to just halfway through go like rebuffering, <laughs> <laughs> and then turn into Ultron. Yeah. yeah, and then make the AOL reboot noise. <laughs> like, oh, that's the Windows reboot noise. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so I mean, well, just like basically uh, summarizing it, like, how'd you feel about it? If you could just. You know, put it in a sentence. To me, uh, I've said this multiple times, but this movie was like the RoboCop remake that nobody wanted because it's RoboCop. It is RoboCop. <laughs> oh shit! It is RoboCop. It's RoboCop. It's one hundred percent RoboCop. Yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is we, RoboCop. We, we, we yeah. did talk about that. Yeah. Who, who in the law enforcement gets put into a robot body against his will and forgets all his memories? RoboCop. Yeah. It is RoboCop. It is no, it is one hundred percent RoboCop. It's not like. It's not satirical. There's no humor yeah, in they it. Don't, it they, just, it takes even no the, dick shots. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Even the spider tank is reminiscent of that mech the thing. Things from RoboCop Two. You mean the spider tank that they talk about seven times before they show it? Yeah. Spider tank. Spider tank. So the spider tank. So I'm gonna take control of the spider tank. It looks nothing like a spider. I thought it was soulless, and it was pandering to a Comic Con crowd a few years too late. Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> Go ahead, child. <laughs> Shoot, y'all uh, late. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, like I said, pretty okay action movie. Um, I definitely understand like the outrage from fans of the series. Um, if you don't know what Ghost in the Shell is, then you can expect a pretty okay action movie, and that's about it. What do y'all think about L? Well, we're getting there. 
We're getting there. We're getting there. I know, but I'm excited. I I like the kind of L that you take before let, you bounce let me, back. Let me just <laughs> <laughs> Last night. <laughs> let me uh, uh basically I agree with everyone. Um visually it's it's great. Uh well, the one thing that I feel very conflicted with is the fact that I feel like even though it's not the greatest movie and even though I don't want to support I guess the sloppy movie making mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Kind of still watch it. Because it supports the fact that there could be eventually a good anime movie out there. So that is something to consider. However, it is boring as hell. But if you do like kind of sci-fi visuals, there are moments. There are moments during the there are moments during the movie that are cool. Like the action is cool. The the fight in the rain. It was cool. really cool. Iconic scenes. That's all fan iconic. art, it's all, but it's, That's yeah. all been laid it's out. It's, it is basically fan art. It's That's like cheating. basically some Tumblr shit. You're tracing. I do want to just interject because I am reading the chat. Um, Catherine Norton said, if my billion dollar robot was walking like ScarJo in the movie, I would want a refund. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> nice. Um, so, on that note, we're actually also going to talk about the new... Death Note. <laughs> on that note, you get it? Death Note series. Send us your name, Sue. So, uh... And I'll, a picture of you. And, and a picture... No, I'm just <laughs> Wait, I mean, are you L? I don't think he's... Oh my Death god, Note. it's L! We got... We got yeah, L and Kira here with us today. I'm not Kira. My name's Light. We're not. We're Light not Turner. anything. Light turn. Yeah, we're not actually in the show at all. No, we're we're not. So you know, just ignore us. We'll just blend we're into just the, the background. We're just the page lines in the Death Note. Um, so if you haven't watched the teaser trailer yet, um, it's uh, awful. I there's literally no yeah, other word. For I. It. It's just like bad tropes. It's all one around. of the. It's one of those things where I'm just. I saw it, and I. I am a big fan of Death Note, so I, I saw the trailer, and my reaction was basically like, I really hope it's a lot better than that. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm. I'm holding out hope, but man, that really didn't give me any. Wow, well, that's yeah. and you know to be fair, he's he's probably one of the more optimistic critics. Yeah. that I've probably. <laughs> yeah, ever I mean, just based on our conversation, he's much more forgiving. Yeah, I looked at it and I was like, this is gonna be a piece of shit. Like the like, why is there so much action in this? That that killed me. I was like, why is there so much action in this they're, trailer? They're constantly running. It's about a notebook you write your name in. There should not be that, that much, much running. running. The, most, the most action in the anime is like him swiping his pen across the page. Yeah. And yeah. Or, or when he like flips out like his watch like really dramatically. Yeah. Like, pshaw! You know, but like that's... It, that whole thing is, is like, I feel like this is going to be one of those franchises where they saw it and they're like, oh, this is... Uh, people really like this, mm-hmm. but they're gonna do zero research. Well, so on. I'm really it, excited about like what they're gonna do with L, though. Like he's gonna be a rapper. He smokes L's. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's why he's called L. Yeah, that's why he's called L. And this, uh, he goes by LL, L. Uh, and he also well. pronounces the word ill like L. Yeah, yeah. like he's like, I'm oh, Ill. that's L. Yeah. Does he does he like tag uh, a lot? Yeah, he too? does. He just goes L. <laughs> yeah, but it's all in like like that Latin script. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Comic Sans, if he's really mad. About I hope it's Comic Sans. That would just add to this movie. Um, so, okay. Based on the trailer, how? what do you think it's going to be? Like, what do you think the story is going to play out as? I, I don't know, man. Maybe? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think it's going to be... I think there's a lot of it's fan service. It's weird that they have all of... I mean, they've changed the names because in... Unlike uh, Ghost in the Shell, they're actually 100% Americanizing it, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. he lives in Seattle and, like... Sure. So, 
I don't. I but they also kept all the same characters. Yeah, yeah. Which is weird because like Watari is in there, which is the butler of L, which is, is Asian. So I guess now we're also subservient. <laughs> so right. like we all have that. to work somewhere, yeah. right? Like, no, no Asians. Only the butler can be Asian. Yeah. So, uh, like, <laughs> it, it's kind of a weird premise of, like, we're trying to, like, fit in these weird things. And, and for the most part, Death Note, even though it is grounded, as grounded as this movie could possibly be, you know, has demons and, like... Is it a series weird... or is it a movie? It's a series. Yeah, I believe. Okay. No, no, it's a movie. It's, it's a, a movie. movie. So, they're trying to cram in, basically, Death Note into, into two hours. Yeah, it just... Which... To be fair, Jap- the, the, the Japanese, Japanese have versions. had their chance, at least with this one. There's That's two. I give there's the two movies like, for them, though. There's two Death yeah, I mean, movies. I also Three, heard, technically. And I also heard those movies weren't great. They're not, they're not good. We've watched not, them. No, they're I've, not. Watched, I've watched the first one. Because I, I said it to you. I was just like, if if this Americanized Death Note is better than the Japanese <laughs> ones, yeah. good on you guys. Yeah, to be fair, this that is, wasn't a very high bar to yeah, hurdle. Yeah, it's real low. <laughs> so this is also going to be a really tense movie. I read an article earlier today about it that made a really good point. So this is set in America, and mm. if they stick to the script of like what Death Note is about, uh, Light kills a lot of prisoners in the movie, and so really, like, and there's a lot of prisoners in this movie or in this country that are not white, but, yeah, and mm-hmm. like. Uh, hello. See, this yes. is what mm-hmm. this is why I'm assuming. I, I'm going to assume that he is going to kill one white person and then a black person and then a Hispanic person and then an Asian person and then he's going to go through that Rinse cycle again, repeat. just so that everyone is equally represented in their execution. I feel like they're <laughs> probably going to kill a bunch of white people just, just to be like, to, oh, it's not racist. It's, it's like, but that's not like I representation. Think that, <laughs> I, I do believe that that is probably the route that they'll I take to so avoid too. those problems. It's just. It's kind of awkward. Yeah, it's kind. Of, it's awkward because it's like, how do you how do you avoid that glaring distraction? It's so hard to like have. You know, we live in a very racially controversial time mm-hmm. in general. Like, it's so hard not to see it and to integrate that into basically a show. Uh, it's well, and there's then, no way to avoid it. And really. then in Death Note, the, the hero it. of the story, uh, L. I mean, spoiler alert, I guess, if you haven't seen Death Note, uh, (laughs) L dies. Yeah. And L's a black guy in this movie. But before he dies... He does expose. There's this whole rap solo yeah. <laughs> where he passes out blunts to everybody that's around, and they they can see demons, right? Mm. Uh, and that's how he. But, saves but the you world. forgot about his like rap single that he also gives, and they open it and they realize that's where all the, his plans are, which is in a dope order lyrically. They, so <laughs> I feel like the plot that you guys have put together right here at the it's table kind of better. is better. Yeah. <laughs> I would uh, totally watch that. Did, have they revealed the casting for uh, Nier and Mello yet at all? Or I don't think Nier and Mello are going to so. be in this movie. At all? I don't think so. No. I wonder if they're just going to stick to like well, first first season. Of, it might be. Yeah. A, lot might of, a lot of hardcore Death Note fans believe that the story should have just ended when L died. I, I think it shouldn't have just because it's like the ending of him trying to survive and him kind of falling into desperation is yeah. also a very interesting I agree. Arc. I think that was like one of the most yeah. compelling parts of the whole series. It's like the, the idea of, of Death Note to me was always like, there's someone that becomes a god and then falls from grace. You know, yeah. and that was the, the over. Yeah. Well, and he sets out originally to sort he of do good. Yeah, yeah, he wants to only mm-hmm. hurt bad people, and then mm-hmm. even that gets corrupted. Exactly. Okay. And, and that's always been like the 
the thing that grabs everyone because at the end of the day, it's a human with power, and that's relatable. always a very yeah. interesting very story. Relatable. Like yeah. how absolute power corrupts absolutely, mm. and hopefully, this Netflix series will be able to do that in two hours, which I Ben, very ben much Parker yeah. said that. Yeah, like that with that. Yeah. <laughs> I also absolute power corrupts absolutely. Ben Parker, Spider Man. I also <laughs> would have maybe had a little more confidence if it was instead a Netflix series mm. instead yeah. of a movie. Yeah. I think that's then it can a cover more bases. Too. Yeah, because it's a pretty deep story. I just want to see that cheerleader smoke in her little cheerleader formation for like twelve more hours, though, because that shit was the funniest dumb thing I've ever seen in anything ever. It's so dumb. Also, Misa is supposed to be like a pop star, and she yeah. she kind of looked like darker and more brooding somehow in this one. She's yeah, like a brunette, it, it, and it's like, one of those things again where I just I feel like the character. Is not going to fit with the mm-hmm. anime. It just but, okay, so just imagine this, right? You, you have all this dark undertone. All the characters are kind of gritty and you know, sort of like true detective-ish. And then Willem Dafoe's voice, just from the shadows, <laughs> <laughs> as, as the I devil. Was, I was actually excited when I heard that he would be Ryu because I think that like. He has the face. I think he, well, he has the face. Yeah. Wow. True. He does. <laughs> There's no makeup. But, <laughs> he just comes out. <laughs> he's, just wearing a, he's just wearing a suit. He's just wearing... <laughs> has anyone seen uh, a Boondock Saints? He's just yeah. straight up wearing a dress. Like, it's just him as when he's uh, dressed up as a woman. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like this is one of those... Those series, it's going to have a problem. Like Iron Fist was a problem. Yeah, and I feel like with this series, like there's been a lot of like discussion, even in the chat, about like how this necessarily doesn't have to be a Japanese story with Japanese leads, oh, and I and I tend to agree. But I think the problem is that they're saying, oh, it takes place in Seattle and it's Americanized, but it's still predominantly white in a city that is pretty diverse. Yeah. And that's really the issue, I think, that we take with. And, Listen, uh, guys, you need to understand, like, black people only make up, what, like, 15% of the country. We don't need that much exposure yeah. on screen. The worst, like, I, looked up, I looked up the statistics, and, sound. like, it's <laughs> the Asian population in Seattle is actually bigger than the black. Uh, that's actually and, very true. Yeah, it's, it's like, that's it's more than, one, more than one in, in 20 person. They own in, Microsoft. Yeah. So just okay. a bunch of <laughs> if if to be fair, if we didn't have him as a white person, he was actually an Asian actor. Would that have helped? Do you think? I mean, not I, based on the trailer. It, yeah. His race doesn't matter. Yeah. That wasn't the I problem in the trailer. That's true. I think it would have helped for this for an audience that I think I feel is similar to us as as otaku of yeah, sorts yeah. to the 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 the, the constantly flourishing and growing K-pop group. Like, they could have cast a Korean dude. They could cast a really pretty Korean dude. They would have hit a market that... Uh, would have just cast not only put, yeah. it would have it would have you would have dragged in the the old the old otaku yeah. Yeah. Uh, who appreciate that it's just an Asian dude. Uh, then you would have caught the K-pop girls who squeal every time yeah. one of them I, does a lyric. Like, I think it would have helped just the overall discussion and the overall mm-hmm. problem of mm-hmm. Asian people not getting Asian roles. And mm-hmm. I think like yeah. that. To me, like that's the biggest reason to be upset, even about Ghost in the Shell. Is like you're just continuing a pattern of this happening all the time in Hollywood, yeah. and it like needs to stop. Taking the hero, taking the heroes and archetypes that little Asian girls can actually look up to, yeah. which is yeah. actually a big deal. Because if you, when you look at a screen, you're reflect, it's reflecting an image of beauty and wonder back onto you. If you're seeing, if you've never seen these images that reflect an Asian woman. They're always this white woman. That's what you're going to strive towards. Or, the same or, way yeah. anybody yeah. and any ethnicity, if you don't see something that reflects something that is big and powerful back at you, you won't really consider 
that could be you. Yeah. And, and I, I feel I feel like at the end of the day though, like it's the idea of just pure laziness. The mm-hmm. fact that no one wants to change or even take a risk They're afraid. just yeah. because just because of the fact that like that's not how it works. Like no shit, but the movie industry has for the most part changed a lot, and this is definitely one of those things that they should change. Yeah, because it's let's, behind the that's why there yeah. was so much excitement even around like Luke Cage when that came out. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's like they they took a, a risk basing a show around a a predominantly black cast. They wrote yeah. a vanilla as fuck, but it, yeah. was, it, yeah. was, it was enjoyable. Yeah, but yeah. it was it was at the oh. at the very least like that was a compromise. Yes. which yeah. seems <laughs> three fourths no, compromise. Yeah, three yeah there's, wow. so far there hasn't been any compromise with the eight Oh no. Um, but on the death yeah. note stuff, I do want to touch on something because I think it's important for people to hear. Um, because a lot of people have used the the argument that well, if the Japanese people are okay with with ScarJo and these white people leading yeah. it, then it should then we should all be okay with it. So on Rocket News twenty four, they actually went and looked <laughs> at the Japanese netizens to see what their reactions to it. In general, people were saying, well, they're fine with light being white because it's a an American setting. However, this when when they talk about L being black, it gets really ugly. Some of the stuff said is Yo, Japanese people don't like Africans, yes. yo. So nah. it's like the, not even black Americans. They don't like Africans. And they think we all they think all African go ahead. It, it gets really it gets really muddy because I think it's this thing that like <laughs> muddy, we, get, we okay, as sorry. Westerners don't really see the difference between Asian people as people in Asia do. So one of the things that were said about L is the thing out of place is that L being black. Going by the original Manga, L being black is far stranger than him being white. Just stuff like that. And then mm. their comments on like non Japanese Asians, they would have more problems if like a Korean woman had played Kusanagi or if L's role went to a different kind of Asian because that is the sort of discrimination that exists in Asia. Yeah. Which we, we as Asian Americans don't tend to have to deal with because. When we are marginalized, we, we are seen as just Asian and not by our individual, like, ethnic group. Mm. And in Asia, it's completely different. Yeah. And obviously, you know, me being Asian and you may being You're Asian. Asian? Like, yeah. 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 Oh, my God. The tallest yeah. one. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> we were originally white people kidnapped by Asian scientists. Yeah. Uh, no, no. <laughs> you know, experiments. Number 101 uh, one of Exactly. Yeah, That's why exactly. I'm so tall. Um, I have white people legs. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Where's that, my you know, white people legs? I'm sorry. You're an Arab. You're, You're actually Asian inside. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm 102. <laughs> Middle Eastern dude. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna fake it. It, it. It sucks because it's like, you know, Japanese and Korean relations, it's a real thing. It, it, Which this is, is so sad because yeah. they have so much fun as B-boys. Yeah. And That's true. Yep. It's true. Uh, it's like you know, the one the community younger... where they're really like, really like, doesn't matter. It's like, yeah. if yeah. you can dance. Like, if you can yeah. dance, you can yeah. dance. But it's, it's the younger generation, I feel like, are moving more towards, you know, sort of everyone being inclusive. Yeah. And the problem really is that I feel like this is America, though, and mm-hmm. it's great because we don't have to deal with that. We don't have to see, like, other, even though there is problems, still, yeah, we have our own problems, but, like, we have the, the opportunity to actually become a successful melting pot society. Yeah. Mm. And we're not doing ourselves any sort of credit by perpetuating this very lazy habit. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think a lot of I, I would I would say this and like even to the audience as I like to address the audience. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. You're out there. Hello, um audience. I think it's important to understand the age we're in. We're in an age of information. Everyone out in the world 
is peering into the world. Walls are dropping, which means we actually see the differences between us, but we also see the similarities. And I don't feel like the film industry is brave enough to believe in the intelligence of people as we've come to the point where we recognize, okay, all these things aren't like the other thing. Yes, it's going to be some kid's favorite movie, but when they get older, they're going to go, wait, this wasn't, this is weird. And Mm. it's just a member berries thing as opposed to a life lesson and and something that's going to actually effectively, efficiently change people's lives for the better. I I feel like personally I take on a lot of responsibility as an entertainer to to convey something that is more healing and true to the audience uh, as opposed to just trying to feed them popcorn, Pepsi, bubblegum, sugar, candy, which is what goes the show was, which I mean, they've they've shifted around casting with Netflix. Netflix has an interesting uh, track record sure. with with diversity yeah. and, and an expansion of the conversation of diversity in their content. I have more faith in 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 in, in Death Note than I have in Big Hollywood because Big Hollywood is a slower moving organic process, mm-hmm. sure. uh, mm-hmm. which they are moving very much so worldly. Matt Robb, who is a great friend of ours, uh, a creative director, he said everyone's talking about how trashed Ghost in the Shell is getting, wait till it comes out in China on Friday. Yeah. Then yeah. we'll see how it's really going to do. Yeah. Well, and that is the world You know, market. the thing is... It'll probably, probably do fine. Do well. um, It'll probably were, do really well. Yeah. Like, if you watch, like, you, since we all watched it, there are two Chinese corporations involved in producing this, and I yeah. think that is exactly mm-hmm. one of the reasons why they cast a white person. person yeah. Because a lot of... A lot of the Chinese believe that if you cast a Japanese person, they will watch it. And I think it's uh, we also know how much they love Matt Damon. Yeah, they love yeah. the shit out of Matt. I mean, Damon. We, we, I watched Twenty Minutes of the Wall, and it was fucking boring. <laughs> I just watched the whole thing. I almost so, fell asleep. So sad. As a as a person who likes movies and enjoys movies, I try to be as easygoing when I do it as possible. But just because I remember the magic of when I was young and going to the theater and just really appreciating a movie, so. I always go in with an open mind, and even though Death Note's trailer looks bad and it feels bad when I watch it, <laughs> I'm still going to approach it as I always do, separating myself from mm. the movie and being like, this is someone else's vision. Let's I think give that's it important. A, get, let's yeah. give it a chance. You get to see it for what it is, give not it for a what chance. you want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I will give it a chance, and that is what I will say about well, it. Well, that, that is a very good lesson. And uh, on that note, we're going to have to wrap uh, is that a death note? <laughs> you like notes a lot. I don't yeah. trust you. It's Laito, true. And <laughs> just bow. We're just gonna <laughs> bow constantly. Um, so, where can they find you guys? Uh, find me on Twitter at Flitz on other things at Flitz, but I'm also at Nerdsworth on Instagram, plus on SoundCloud and like other stuff. So just search those two names. I'm the black one. Yeah. You can find me at Sohinky on everything except for it's real Sohinky on Snapchat because someone's a jerk and stole my name. <laughs> nice. Damn. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. You can find me everywhere on the internet at Human Warlock. And you can find me on everything as well at Max Salts. Uh, next week, we have no clue what we're doing, but Michelle is leading. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, give us a like. I don't know. Try watching more of our stuff. Watch more. <laughs> support this show. These guys Please. are awesome. Yeah. We Mata tried our hardest. Anyway, we'll Mata see Mata you Mata next Shine. week. Mataraishine. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Spitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. Views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.